ervaring. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening. Thanks for joining here on Woke Society's at a 6 p.m. Eastern time out here. It's freezing cold, and my wife just gave me some nice cappuccino here, keeping nice and warm. How's everyone doing tonight? How's everyone doing? I'm back here with my co-host. I find it. What's going on, brother? What up? What up, man? It is hot down here. Not gonna lie, <laughs> it's not hot up here. I can tell you that. But it's great to have you back here, my friend. We missed you on Thursday, and uh, we got lots to cover, man. And this is episode number 13. We're going to be talking about who is the Blue Anon. Gates helping CCP mine American genetics, and Pepe Le Pew is the next one getting canceled on the list for, quote, rape culture. Yes, rape culture. Didn't know that until today. I watched plenty of Looney Tunes, including Pepe Le Pew. He was not my favorite. But here we are, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome in. Welcome in. <laughs> it is March 6th. Um, we are three months into this new 2021. I guess it's a little better. I don't know. Um, it's getting crazier, it seems. And But we're going to cover so much, guys. We have a lot to cover. We have deep fakes of Tom Cruise to talk about. Um, this new space hotel that's going to be installed um, in the next few years, which I would love to do that, man. I don't know if I'll ever be able to afford to do that, but a space hotel sounds like a lot of fun. What do you think? I don't know. I, I don't know, man. That kind of freaks me out a little bit. I'm not going <laughs> to It's all right. It's all right. It's totally cool. Um, once the music's over, ladies and gentlemen, we'll get to the sponsor of the uh, show tonight. And just a quick shout-out for everyone uh, wondering about Methods. Methods is a little under the weather right now. He's not feeling too hot. He's not going to have his show tonight. So get the word out there because I know people are going to be asking why he's not going live. Um, just a little sick. He's doing all right. So send some prayers out to him. Send the good vibes out to him, and uh, we're going to see about tomorrow. Because me and you, man, me and you are going to be on with Red Pill on Comfy Sunday tomorrow night. That's going to be fun. Dude, it's going to be awesome. I can't wait for that. Never talked to Red Pill before, so it's going to be all new thing <laughs> well, for me. Well, there you go, man. You're going to be able to talk to him tomorrow night. That should be fun. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's get to tonight's sponsor. They've been uh, they've been a sponsor now for a few weeks. I love their products. I'm using it right now. So let's get into that. Tonight's sponsor, again... Aerolistic Naturals. If you guys haven't heard from, about these guys, you're about to hear from them now. I actually have uh, one right here in front of me, which I'll show in just a moment. So, what is Aerolistic Naturals, you say? Well, this is what it's about. This company is based out of Texas by Patriots, for Patriots. They both worked in the medical industry, and they saw what was going on. They did not like it at all. So, they decided to step up, make their own business, and supply Americans with real health beneficial products. So that is what we're bringing you guys today. 
Every person has an endocannabinoid system. The system is responsible for maintaining balance called homeostasis throughout the entire body. Everyone can benefit from ca- uh, cannabinoids, which is CBD slash hemp for overall wellness, not just someone that has just one issue. So what's in their products? Their line of premium USDA organic certified tinctures, soft gels, topical skincare, aromatherapy products unleash the power of plant-based wellness for your maximum benefit. We are committed to bring you the highest quality products possible, which is why we only source organically grown material and we third-party test every batch it reaches your hands to ensure premium quality. And guys, just check out their products real quick as it loads here. We got tinctures, the hemp oil, the, uh, the soft gels, like I just mentioned before, they got gummies. They even have hemp gum. And they even have stuff for your pets. They have lotions for your ladies out there and men. They got everything that you could possibly think of. And guys, right now, I've been taking the, uh, this is the crisp lemon broad spectrum hemp oil. Let me make sure I can see it's on, you guys can see it on camera here. This is that product right here. And ladies and gentlemen, I've been taking this now for a little over two weeks. It's helped my brain fog immense, immensely. It helps me focus. And it helps me get the shows done at a much quicker pace. And it's supporting Patriot businesses, which is what we're about here. So go check out airlisticnaturals.com. Use the code WOKE at checkout, and that you will get you 10% off of your purchase. So remember, guys, when you support these uh, sponsors, you are supporting this channel. So thank you guys for that. And don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to do super chats, we have them. You have to use my cash app. That is the only way I am monetized at the moment. And uh, if you guys send them through the Cash App, my mods are dropping those links right now. Send it with a message, and I can give you a shout-out. And I think I already got two already today. Let me just make sure, because I know one was a birthday one. Let me just make sure. i got to do this, I find, before we get into the uh, bl- news blitz here. Gary with the donation, thank you. And Nicholas with also the donation for Happy Birthday, Gary, a.k.a. Yeti. There you go, man. Happy birthday to you, Gary. Great to see you out here tonight. So I find it, this is the, uh, we're going to run through the news blitz here, man, because there's so much going on in the world, as it always is. So what do I want to talk about first here? Let's pull it up. So remember how, you know, voter fraud's not real? We all agree it's not real, right? (laughs) Right, man. Well, completely fake. Us, man, being the realist that we know that voter fraud's real, unfortunately, this one slipped through the cracks out here on just the news. Mississippi judge orders new election after finding 79% of the absentee ballots invalid. This judge must be out of his mind, man. He must be a Trump or QAnon supporter because we know for a fact that voter fraud is extremely rare, if at all ever happens. But apparently in Mississippi, it was enough here. This is, again, these were just strictly for absentee ballots. 79% of these ballots were invalid and even evidence of fraud and criminal activity. Man, this must have been that one-off situation, I find it, that this happened. But they found him, and people were actually arrested for it. And it was only for 84 total votes, and 66 of them were in question. And this is for um, an Aberdeen, out in the city of Aberdeen, out in Mississippi. And because of what they found, evidence of fraud and criminal activity and how absentee ballots were handled, votes were counted, and the actions by some of the polling place, according to WCBI-TV, a CBS affiliate. I'm shocked that CBS would even touch this. But apparently, man, uh, this is the first case of uh, voter fraud that we've ever seen. Uh, What do you think about this? No, voter fraud? I cannot believe this. This should be headline news, Scott. Man, this is nuts. You would think. can't believe I'm hearing this. You would think, my friend, but this is where we are at. 79%, man. Imagine what we'd find out in the general election if if we were actually able to do real audits 
um, of of the votes themselves. So it's funny because the news won't touch this stuff. The mainstream media at least won't. But more examples because we saw even Project Veritas, um, the lady that was harvest uh, ballot harvesting, she went away um, and got arrested for doing exactly that and making money while doing it. So just another example, ladies and gentlemen, of the gaslighting that is still occurring. And too bad it's just not going to be done on a national level. But we're going to carry on and we're going to get through this. On other news, man, everyone knew. Have you, dude? It's weird because I have, I've stopped actually using Google for searches, and I've seen I've been using other search engines like Brave, um, not Brave, uh, DuckDuckGo, and some others, and I'm getting so much, so many different results on these uh, on these hits because Google now is just pumping corporate corporate links, ads, news, anything that you search for. It's all going to corporate, man. Google Google search is go- absolute garbage at this point. So there's other companies that are going to try to re- be rivaling it. And just like the browser that I use, man, I use Brave Browser, and it's excellent. Brave now, this is from Breitbart, is launching a privacy-focused search engine to compete with Google. And I absolutely love this. I'm more anything that has a anything that can give you variety or competition to what is out there now. I'm all for it. And uh, Brave here, the privacy-focused web browser, is currently preparing to launch its own search engine for desktop and mobile users, according to recent reports. Uh, TechCrunch reports that Brave, the privacy-focused browser, is going to do this. He was former Mozilla, and that's very interesting. The thing I like about Brave, man, is um, they don't they don't track your data, and they actually help you stay pretty much anonymous on the uh, on the web at. For what it is, um, it's it's not a VPN per se, but it's pretty close, and I use it, man. So I, I love seeing articles like this. Yeah, I actually switched over to Brave a while back, too. And probably like everybody in the chats, I switched over to a bunch of different search engines. I did the side-by-side so that I could compare Google searches to all the other ones. And then, you know, I ended up on Brave as well. I've enjoyed it so far. So I'm going to stick with it for now, man. I mean, I, I, I kind of stopped using DuckDuckGo. Um, but, you know, like I said, I'm going to stick with Brave. Plus, you get the rewards and everything like that. So They do have yeah. a reward system, too. I forgot to mention that. That's actually a very good point. They do have a reward system. I haven't used it myself, but... What are, I want to know out in the chat. What are you guys using for your uh, search engines now? Are you still using Google? Are you still using uh, DuckDuckGo? Love to know what your uh, what you guys are using because at some point this this is all going to change, and um, we're going to be on our way here to new ventures in many many places, especially in the tech world. So I just thought that was uh, kind of interesting here. So in other news, ladies and gentlemen, I played this yesterday. If you didn't catch my chilling chat last night. Um, I played this video yesterday from South Park because I got excited because I didn't realize when you uh, when you when you follow a TV show on Twitter and you like a uh, a advertisement that's promoting a certain episode that's in advance, um, Twitter actually the account will actually tag you and say at woke societies get ready for this new episode and I thought for a second. South Park was tagging me because I thought me and my friends were going to end up being in the South Park episode with QAnon. And I was expecting, you know, millions and millions of uh, view- eyes uh, to view our channels. But that wasn't the case. It does this for everybody. But for anyone that didn't catch this yesterday, there was a new promotion put out by South Park for their vaccination special that they're going to it's going to be out um, on this Wednesday. And I can't wait to watch it. They're going to trash Q and probably vaccinations, but I want to play the promo video for the ones that haven't seen it yet. Let's check it out real quick. Here it is. Six feet apart, please. Come on, do something about it then. Why don't you come say that to my face? Yeah, can I come say it to your face? I'll come say it to your face. No, no, no. Get all the vaccines you can and bring them here to school. You do that, you just might get your teacher back. Better watch your back. He's offering us two thousand bucks for a vaccination. I just wanted to believe in something that would get me out of the house. 
South Park vaccination special. New next Wednesday at 8. We need to bring life to this place. Am I right? Yeah, I think so. On Comedy Central. Six feet of- <laughs> love it, dude. Yeah. I absolutely love this. I, I just can't wait to see it because this isn't some, some bullshit documentary that we're getting from Vice or CNN or even HBO. Um, this at least was gonna it will be fun to watch because South Park, whether you're a fan of the show or not, I, I'm still not the biggest fan of South Park, but they have some edgy, edgy episodes about some things that I'm into. And they, if they're gonna, if they're gonna, if I could choose anybody to roast um, our movement, it would probably be South Park because they get everybody and they don't, not just one group, and that's why I like them. But what do you think about this, man? Yeah, no, I'm just, you know, I can't stand like the SNL crap. Like that all just pisses me off, but. You know, real comedy makes fun of everything, and I can always appreciate that. So, you know, yeah, I'm going to sit down and watch it, man. I was never a huge South Park fan. There are some episodes that stuck out in the past that I truly, you know, found hilarious. But uh, this is one I'm not going to miss. Yeah, it's hilarious. Absolutely, man. I can't wait. I can't wait to see. It's going to be awesome. So out in this crazy world that we live in right now, uh, this topic always comes up. And this topic in particular came up when I started getting into the movement about deep fakes. And they're back in the news again. And still to this day, my friend, I still have not seen deepfakes being used in a way um, that the media has portrayed them in their fear porn. But why they're making the news now is because apparently a lot of deepfakes were going around on TikTok. And in particular, they've been used on Tom Cruise here. Now, I'm going to play these guys. I want to know in the audience, what do you think? Do you think this is the real um, Tom Cruise here? I'm going to play this real quick. Take a watch. What's up, TikTok? You guys cool if I play some sports? I love it. More for the audio experience. As much as the momentum. Hey, listen up, sports and TikTok fans. If you like what you're seeing, just wait till what's coming next. So that was the first one. The other one's down here. Check this out. It's a little uh, embarrassing, you know, it reminds me, it was once in the Russia, I ran into uh, Gorbachev. <laughs> he said, you know, Mr. Movie Star, are you nervous? Do you guys notice anything about his voice? That's not his real voice. I watched these um, before I realized they were news, and I could tell right away that his voice was off, and then I eventually realized uh, these were deep fakes. But to be honest, I find it, they look pretty legit. They're pretty close. As far as the um, as far as the visual side of it, I couldn't I couldn't really tell a difference. But his voice was completely off, man. I can totally see why the news would de- would love to talk about deep fakes to be used as fear porn um, to cause wars. Uh, to to paint, you know, they could they could do a deep fake of Trump saying some really racist stuff when it wasn't him, and the news uh, using it against him. I'm shocked that hasn't that has been utilized and used because um, deep fakes have been been talked about for a, for at least three years that I know of. Um, what do you think about this? So I know we've all spent either you know a school night or a week or a work night going down the deep fake rabbit hole on YouTube or wherever, just kind of yeah. looking at this because it's always super interesting to see what people can come up with and. This is crazy. This is the best that I've seen. If that's not him if, or if it's not even a real person, if it's literally a digitally remastered face on there, that's pretty incredible to me. And honestly, I didn't catch the difference in the voice. I'm glad you did. I should have gone and looked for, a, you know, listen to a, the real Tom Cruise for a second. But 
Man, I could see where where this could go, but I'm like you. I haven't seen it uh, used maliciously yet, so uh, we just got to keep an eye out for it, man. It's one of those things that just comes up every once in a while. You know, it's kind of creepy. Yeah, it's it's definitely creepy. That's definitely not no doubt that it's creepy. Um, but I'm I'm just shocked that these things haven't been used um, by other countries to weaponize and cause uh, conflicts and get people into uh, local wars or. In other countries, about maybe people they don't like or a group of people they don't like. I'm just shocked this hasn't been utilized more. Um, but who knows? We'll have to see. I just thought that was interesting. They, those things always seem to make an appearance out of nowhere, and then they just go back to the memory hole and they appear at some point. I just it's it's just really weird to me. But last thing in the news blitz that I want to get to tonight, ladies and gentlemen, I thought this was awesome. I would love to know from the chat if you guys would ever want to go on something like this. The first is from Zero Hedge. The first ever space hotel is beginning its construction in 2025 and it should be operational by 2027. So this is a California-based startup. And it's raising millions of dollars to open this, um, and it's going to be in low orbit. And they're planning, again, to have this out by 2027. The, the Orbital calls itself the world's large, the world's first large-scale space construction company and has grand ambitions to build the first space hotel in low orbit, uh, low Earth orbit. Uh, the hotel will be equipped with restaurants, a cinema, a spa, and space pods, rooms for 400 people. The three-year-old company plans to use robots to construct the celestial hotel shaped like a Ferris wheel. Uh, the 650-foot-wide wheel-shaped structure will spin with an angular velocity high enough to generate moon-like levels of artificial gravity for occupants. Um, that alone, for me, would be enough <laughs> to go try this out. Um, I know some people are afraid of heights. Stuff like this really doesn't bother me. If I was going to die in space, it's going to be a quick death anyway. So that, that to me, is, it's, it, it is it is you can die a lot worse ways than dying in space, I guess. And I'm seeing a lot of people in the chat saying, no, we're good on that. We're good on that. That's fine. That's fine. But um, Elon Musk is a big part of this. And um, it's, it's set to test the concept with a much smaller scale, which is probably a good idea. Um, but... This is the uh, this is the entire thing, ladies and gentlemen. The trend that I'm seeing here is that there are a bunch of companies and people that are trying to early already commercialize space, and everyone made fun of Trump um, for making the space force. And there, he could, the space force to me is probably the most important branch of the military as far as protecting satellites, protecting infrastructure, all that stuff. So much stuff is run on satellites, and there is a massive war going on right now between. Pretty much Russia, China, and the United States, and then the rest of the countries follow of controlling that space and controlling that space around each other's satellites. But this is the thing, man. This It's going to start out as being commercialized, but what happens when we start even expanding more after that, when we start mining asteroids and maybe mining other materials and uh, that are worth trillions of dollars? I don't know, man. Where do you, where do you think this is going? So... I don't like I said I don't I don't know how how far behind we are about technology is already out there in space or or what they have to be able to do. So to me, seeing a hotel come out like this, it freaks me out. The first thing I did <laughs> when I looked at the article, the first thing I did was saw Orbital Assembly Corps, and I was like, yeah, I need to see who the who the donors are. I need to see who's funding this thing. Go look up the people, dig a little on them because it just it just freaks me out. Yeah, uh, I think it was that you remember the red the Red Bull video where the guy jumps from like space <laughs> he's yes. like free falling dude it freaks me out man i just i don't know i, I don't mind heights but oh the guy the guy that jumped into space bro you talking about like when the guy jumped off the satellite or the uh into the yeah. back into the like back into earth 
Yes. That guy, yeah, I, I do. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, that's uh, that that's scary. That's scary. Like, is that is that going to be one of the uh, you know the things you can do from the hotel? Like, hey, you want to go do a free fall? Go for it. You know, oh, or you man. can uh, strap yourself like with a hose and just float around aimlessly in in, spa- in deep space, dude. I I know that probably scares a lot of people, but how there, when are you ever going to have an experience like that? <laughs> And somebody just said in the, in the D-Live chat, uh, Vader369, uh-oh, Scott, you're going to piss off the flat earthers. That's okay. That's okay. Hey, if if we can do low orbit, if if all of us can go up there and look, we can actually, we can probably verify if the Earth's flat or not for real. So it, it might not piss them off. It might just completely blow their blow their whole entire theory up. But yeah, man, I, 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 I like the idea. I've always wanted to experience uh, zero gravity. But my the big question is, is how much is it going to cost to go up there and back down? It's probably going to be thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. Probably so many things you have to sign off on as far as insurance if you die up there. Um, there's probably a lot of things. You probably want to make a will before doing anything like that. Um, but I thought it was cool. And by then, hopefully, COVID will be go- going away. Otherwise, I can see something like this hotel being like the uh, – they can pick us up after all we're all dead. And the, and the elites that are uh, still alive, they're going to take their little uh, hotel there and fly off to Mars or some shit. But <laughs> yeah, man, couldn't you imagine it being just like the, you know, the Jetsons and everything where there's a hotels above every country and you can just travel, you know, via your little space car or whatever to uh, to different quote unquote countries in space like that would be freaking nuts, you know, just It'd surrounding the earth with hotels and shit. <laughs> It'd be nuts, man. But the thing is, like you said, I honestly believe we have technology that's been doing this for a long time. I honestly believe we are already in different um, out in different universes different parts of our own solar system and i i really do believe that because why why would we if, if they're gonna lie about stuff easy stuff like covid down here why wouldn't they lie about everything else going out in space so i feel like we are there's so much stuff that the public doesn't know and it's being hidden from us but either way guys let's get into the funny video of the day then we're going to play the intro for you um everyone saw the video of nancy pelosi um it looked everyone was saying it was a fake nancy pelosi when she said her kids are good friends with uh, Biden and they say his code word or they call him open Biden and she does her creepy laugh. I put this video on my telegram and everyone thought it was a fake. So just to reemphasize this, I found a actual video of Nancy Pelosi, the best one I could find. And uh, she really, she's really in her true form. So we're going to show you guys this and we're going to see you on the other side of the intro. We'll be right back. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to the land of the real. But it's like the twilight zone, the plan is surreal. It'll blow your mind when the plan is revealed. Bring your thoughts to light, all the plans they conceal. Grab your flashlight, it's time to go down the rabbit hole. This dark and hell is hot, dealing with satanic souls. The tide is turning, patriots are now in control. Apply aggressive pressure right now until they fold, stay woke. Open up, guys, and keep them healed. All they do is lie, realize not everything is real. Through project looking glass, the future is revealed. Future proves past, but there won't be any deals. Both societies, fam, you know it's time to go. Grab your popcorn, sit back now, enjoy the show. Severe non on the mic, so come on, enjoy the flow. The wave is rising, and you know it's only gonna grow.
Beautiful. Beautiful. Everyone enjoy that real video of Nancy there? I did. <laughs> I did. Thanks to Cheryl for the donation for your wonderful family. Oh, American Nurse. Thanks so much for that donation. You're fantastic. And also, Kathy, thank you so much. Toward the new baby, thanks for being a voice for us. Kathy, absolutely. That's what we're here to do. Keep those donations coming in, guys, and I will read them on air. Send a message with it. Send a message with it. If you've got a birthday, you got a friend, you want to do a call out, um, send those in. My, my mods are dropping the, uh, the links now to the cash app and all that good stuff. I find it. If you got any too, just jump in and say whenever you want, all right? Yeah, Heather. Heather says, welcome back. I appreciate you, Heather. I'm so happy to be back with all y'all. Beautiful. Heather's at every show, man. She's awesome. And I know I announced, guys, that I'll be doing Drunk Societies uh, tomorrow, but that's uh, that's I, that's not going to happen. Uh, not with. Uh, I'm going to be doing Company Sunday from 7 to 9, and I usually do Drunk Societies at 9 p.m. Eastern. That's just it's going to be too much. So we can put it off till uh, next Sunday, which is fine. I know a lot of you are going to be upset about that, but I can't do that much streaming in, in, in uh, one shot. Definitely not going to happen. But anyways, what I want to touch on first, ladies and gentlemen, is what happened um, on March 4th. And actually not even what happened because nothing happened. The fallout of what we saw from March 4th. Because more and more I find that I'm seeing uh, these these mainstream media companies and outlets more than anything are talking about Q more than anybody that I've seen in a very long time. Um, and a lot of people have gotten on me as well because I, I stopped talking about Q um just I just haven't talked about it too much because to me um, this that was a stage Q to Q in their posts were a stage to unify us and we thought we all thought a lot of the same stuff it didn't pan out is there still a plan I don't know anymore but I want to deal with what's in front of us now and if anything does happen as Q described it later on we will cover it but right now all it's being used is a is a uh, light it's being the topic is being used as a lightning rod to push certain narratives and policies or future policies uh, to demonize political opposition. And that's exactly what we're seeing going on right now. So everyone, everybody, I, I woke up in the middle of March 4th, in the middle of the day, you know, I totally forgot it was anything was even going on. I turned on the news and nothing's happening. Uh, there was literally almost nobody there. People walking their dogs, eating on the sidewalks, nothing going on. And the thing is, the media hyped this up completely. We all know this. So I just want you guys to – I want to play a clip here from Tucker uh, that was that came out yesterday. Just a quick clip from him. It's about two minutes of him talking about um, what his opinions on all this were. And then we're going to get into what the media now – because the media right now, I find it, is punting the ball. They're almost making these – they are making these conspiracy theories up. And now they are actually putting dates on things like anons, the bad anons back in the day, used to do – but now they're doing it themselves, and I'm seeing this interesting transition of what when we started to where we are now, and they're so hell-bent on getting this, uh, on, on, on just talking about this and demonizing it, and, you know, the rest of the country is still suffering. Cities are, or the shootings are all up, but, you know, QAnon's the bad guys. Check this out real quick, guys. I want to hear, I want you guys to see what Tucker had to say about this. In the fight against right-wing insurrectionism. It was something called QAnon Inauguration Day. Now, we'd never heard of that before, but then we don't work at the FBI. The FBI has been monitoring the enemy's SIGINT. That signals intelligence for the neophytes out there. That means tweets, Facebook posts, TikToks, James Bond stuff. According to what our guys were hearing in the field, QAnon was preparing an invasion of Washington. And that means thousands of bearded, groovy shamans in Viking hats marching across the Key Bridge to pillage Georgetown cupcakes and end our democracy. It's a gruesome sight. 
Needless to say, Nancy Pelosi stopped work in the House of Representatives so that members of Congress could flee the city for their lives. And many did. Andy Kim, for example, he's a congressman from New Jersey. He wrote this, poignant. This all seems absurd if it wasn't frightening. He prepared to flee the Capitol on March 3rd and wrote, wrote his, in effect, diary on Twitter, the diary of Andy Kim. Now our legislative plan tomorrow has been canceled as we are rushing tonight to finish the work we plan to do. Thousands of National Guard and Capitol Police will be on edge tomorrow as they stand watch over the Capitol. They will worry about possible attacks by American citizens. Andy Kim was panicked. He sounds like a man preparing for the worst. Quote, another wave of sadness comes from the fact that this is not getting better. The FBI director said this threat is metastasizing. And so Andy Kim became a refugee in his own country. But not everyone ran from the sound of the approaching QAnon shamans. A few hardened war correspondents ran toward that sound. That's what they do. Chris Bedford of the Federalist is a man like that. While our elected representatives were clinging to the struts of the last chopper out of the city, Chris Bedford was at the Capitol itself, the center of the battle. Here was the scene there. I was uh, told that uh, all us conservatives are insurrecting today. Am, am I at the wrong place? No, Chris Bedford, you weren't in the wrong place. There was simply nobody there. It's and that goes on, I find it, for another 12 minutes. And I, and I love, you know, whether you love or hate Fox, whether you love or hate Tucker Carlson, when he's sarcastic like that and the way he, he's, he's a good broadcaster, you got to give him credit where credit's due, his yeah. uh, sarcastic take on it is exactly um, what I needed to hear when, when talking about all this because it's exactly what happened. These people are, are they, they, they literally left, they left early for the day because there was going to be some QAnon terrorist uprising that nobody was talking about. And this is what it turned into, an absolute nothing burger. So what's your take on what uh, Tucker had to say? Man, you know, I, obviously I'm not a fan of Fox or anything, but I did watch that whole thing and it was spot on. I mean, just making fun of how retarded they are because – we obviously know that there's no timeline out there for us, you know, for, for us doing this. Whenever Antifa was was having meetings about where they were going to be and what they were going to do, certain flyers would be found. And we would spread it around going, hey, guys, look, look at this bullshit right here. Like, this is what they're going to do. We found their plans. None of that crap was anywhere. One could argue that the people in, in the live chats here would have would have known before anybody else. I mean, we're, we're out looking for that kind of stuff. So well, I didn't see any of it. And the news no. is the only one that's that's spreading these rumors. Now, dude, they didn't see buses of people coming into the city. They didn't no. see online chatter in mass numbers talking about this crap. So they made it up, obviously. Yep. Uh, you know, and as far as even like stopping work, I like how he said hanging on to the struts of the helicopter to get out of the city. I know he was exaggerating, but <laughs> at the same time, I mean, it's it really is that way in a sense because they they took it to the extreme of stopping work. <laughs> I mean, there's absolutely no threat whatsoever. But no, but you know, you know what I was thinking about while he's talking about like uh, I was thinking about the Democrats holding on to the struts of that helicopter. <laughs> Did you guys ever see World War Z? Did you guys ever see World War Z? Um, I think Brad Pitt was in it. It's the uh, zombie movie. Um, there was a scene there where he's trying to get out of a helicopter, and I just, I, I if someone could put this meme together, I would love you forever. 
um, of just if you could just put like the word, the letter Q on all the zombie faces of them climbing on top of each other, building human zombie ladders up the walls <laughs> around DC, and you have AOC and maybe Eric Swalwell like hanging from the helicopter, getting away from all the Q zombies and terrorists, I would love you forever. And that's what I was thinking about while he's talking about, um, you know, the Democrats hanging on for dear life. They have to get their work in because. Uh, they, this whole day is going to be cut short because we have to get out of the capital before these terrorists take us all down. It's just a joke, dude. And the other thing is, too, do you remember those reports that were coming out um, from the FBI saying there was going to be uprisings in all 50 state capitals and they were going to be armed and almost literally nobody anywhere did anything like that? And when you're finding out that the FBI is using strictly, not strictly, but as far as we know, when they say they're comms, they're looking at just social media. That's what they're going off of. And even Tucker said here, um, they got a lot of this information off what they called Q forums. (laughs) Where? Maybe there are out there, but nobody that I know is looking at these Q forums and nobody in our circle or anywhere was talking about March 4th, March 20th or anything. We've accepted. A lot of us has accepted what has happened. And some people haven't dude, which is unfortunate. Um, But a lot of us have accepted what's going on here. And my philosophy and your philosophy, I know as well, and many others, we're taking this day by day. We're not going to predict anything anymore. We're not going to speculate on future dates of future events. It's just not going to happen anymore. These mainstream media outlets are using this as ammunition against people that want to talk any kind of truth. And I do not want to be feeding anybody more ammunition on top of what we've already gone through. And some of our viewers just do. They just don't get that. They don't understand it. So I don't know if you got any uh, any takes on what I just said here, but I want to, we can we can move on to the Newsweek article here if you want, but go ahead. And- just real quick, man. You know, like I don't know where these forums are either. And like you said, we're, we're taking this day by day. And, at, you know, for a person that's being on a live stream, just telling people about what's happening in the world, I will not stand up here and pretend that I know what's going on, you know, as far as Q is concerned. I'm not going to say one way or the other because I don't know. So, you know, it, that it's, you just got to live day by day on it. And the mainstream media, you know, throwing out this BS every single day now, uh, basically trying to put words in everybody's mouth about Q. Well, it's, you know, it's laughable. But it's also, you know, it's just ridiculous, dude. I don't, I don't know where this is going to go or how long they're going to keep using it. Well, I can tell you, man. I can tell you right now. The next, the next date that they're planning is March twentieth, and you guys are going to love this story. You're going to love it. And they even used a uh, a, a prominent um, broadcaster, live streamer. You all know him as Jordan Sather. Um, he was using this hit piece, which I'm about to show you now, because nobody. Nobody that I know was talking about March 4th, and certainly, certainly not talking about this new date. Um, And Newsweek put out this nice new hit piece uh, that came out also on the 4th. And you're going to see what the media is doing here. They are going to be the ones. They honestly want you to believe that before we get into the story, because MSNBC was putting this out there. And they even claimed credit that because of their coverage – the media and the uh, preparation of the soldiers scared all the Q people away from from uh, from riding. So I just it's just funny, man, because even Tucker made this point and later on in that video, all of us QAnon people, we we all watch MSNBC and we're like, oh, we're really scared. MSNBC, we're ready. <laughs> they know we're coming, guys. We have to. We gotta cancel this, and we're gonna live to fight another day. Dude, this is why. <laughs> 
<laughs> this is what these people think, man. This is what they think. So now, now they're punting the ball. Uh, now they're moving the goalpost down the down the line, and this is what we this is what we're dealing with now. So QAnon theorists they, apparently we're the ones switching the date to March 20th now after no Trump inauguration, calling the fourth a false flag, and uh, that's what they're going with. They're putting it on us now. Nobody who is talking and they're and they do they're they're stalking our um, our Telegram channels. They they're in there, and it's really sad. They just they won't leave us alone, and I just I love it. Dude. We we literally live rent free, and, pe- and people that we've never met in their heads that we don't know. So. This is where they're going with it now. So many of the Trump supporters who stormed the U.S. Capitol, uh, Capitol complex on January 6th were QAnon affiliates. Now it's just not QAnon domestic. Te- now we're now we're affiliates. They cannot. The words change every single day. So Alex Kaplan, all, uh, there's Media Matters, our favorite people, uh, senior researcher, at right wing media watchdog, as Media Matters showcased the growing skepticism among QAnon influencers in an ongoing Twitter thread, and again. We were, we were all saying March 4th was a false flag, just like January 6th was used as a false flag. It's obvious. There were bust loads of Antifa bust in, um, but not certainly not certainly for this one because this was a no-show as we all expected it to be. But here's Alex Kaplan's uh, screenshot of Jordan Sather's uh, telegram message here. And, of course, it's taken completely out of context. There is no other information provided with this at all. And this is what we're dealing with now. So you want to know... Because I find we're trying to figure out where these uh, where these mainstream outlets are getting their information from. We're trying to find because if you're gonna if you're gonna dive into a story, you need to know the sources of what they're talking about. So this one, man, this this source is almost better than anonymous sources. So <laughs> check this out. Some QAnon supporters seem to rebrand the March Fourth conspiracy in the wake of community suspicion. While two individuals affiliated with the false theory simply suggested that Trump's inauguration would take place sometime in the spring. And you know who said this? Their source? All we have is one man. And that man, his name is Ken. <laughs> Ken told the Washington Post reporter Dave Weigel. Yeah, if you guys know anything about Dave Weigel, Washington Post, that's that's their best report that they got. And the garbage he puts out, oh boy, he knows how to report. So Ken here told Dave that the former president will be inaugurated again on March 20th. In comments over the weekend, Ken also believes that Trump is still in command of the military and Biden is acting as president as a ruse while the Pope and others are rounded up. According to... <laughs> I, uh, dude, no one... What? What? It's hard to read it. What? <laughs> so, Ken here. Ken here is the speak-all for everybody that ever has any connection or ever read a Q post or even mentions Q in their Telegram, Twitter, Facebook, whatever, Ken here is the spokesperson for everything Q, and apparently we all think like Ken does. What do you think about this, dude? <laughs> Did you? I saw him post it online. They're calling him Kenanon now. Kenanon. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dude, let's let's go ahead and just get this guy on on the stage. I really want to make fun of him even more. Like, come <laughs> on, man, this is so ridiculous. Who voted this guy to be the the stand up for us? Exactly. He's got to be the comedian for QAnon. That's what this is, right? Yeah, Pterodactyl and D Live just said Ken equals the new Karen. And where is I'm seeing where is Barbie? Uh, Dickless Ken and his sidekick Barbie. <laughs> I would have loved if they put out a uh, you know if they showed like here's our uh, 
here's our source, Ken, and they just go to the uh, doll, the naked doll, the sexist yeah. doll. Um, Ken here, Ken here says it's now moved to March 20th, and uh, we only talked to Ken because he's gender neutral. He's the one that said here that QAnon's going to be now storming the Capitol on the 20th now. This is seriously, guys, what these people are trying to push and force down our throats, and we all know why they're doing it. This is to paint their political opposition as as Orange Man bad and QAnon domestic terrorists. It's a joke. They literally put this stuff out there. And now, now everyone, I put in the title, who is Blue Anon, right? So because of all this, and I've been putting this out in my Telegram messages, you guys have been seeing it. The, the mainstream media is now pushing. They've already pushed so many dangerous conspiracy theories like the Russia one. They did all for four years. And they're, they have brain they have brainwashed so many people, and now now there is a group that's organizing here, and it's called Blue Anon. Where now this is going to be a this is a, this is from Urban Dictionary. This was created I think uh, yesterday. This is from Urban Dictionary. <laughs> they're called Blue Anons, a loosely organized network of Democrat voters, politicians, and media personalities who spread left wing conspiracy theories such as Russia hoax, Jesse Smollett. Ukraine hoax, Covington kids hoax, and Brett Kavanaugh hoax. Blue Anon adherents fervently believe that right-wing extremists are going to storm the Capitol Hill any day now and, hash, and, quote, remove lawmakers from office, hence the need for the deployment of thousands of National Guard stationed at the U.S. Capitol. <laughs> and there's a little quote here that said, Hey, did you see that brave uh, Democrat sitting on the Capitol Hill steps on March 5th to send a message to QAnon? Uh, yeah, that was Blue Anon, yo. <laughs> <laughs> so this is now going to be a group, guys, on Urban Dictionary, saying they're called Blue Anons, and these are the ones that are pushing these extreme, false, misleading uh, conspiracy theories that don't exist. Q never talked about this in any of their drops, ever, ever talked about storming the Capitol or getting together, never and this is what we're now dealing with, man. I just thought this was absolutely hilarious because this is what we need to be doing, and this is what I've been doing in my Telegram, using the same buzzwords that the mainstream media loves to use and use it against them because that's exactly what we need to be doing. Use exactly what they're what they're putting out and use turn it against them, man. It's an absolute joke, but what did you think about this Blue Anon story? <laughs> I wonder if they're going to make their own boards. Like <laughs> blue anon boards with the with the red lines and all that shit, right? Oh my gosh, this is gonna be this is meme ammo right here. I'm I'm gonna have my fun with it this afternoon. I'm gonna make a couple and put them on Gap. This is we gotta make a new character for blue anons. This oh is, yeah, <laughs> the memes but, that are gonna be coming out. Of this is gonna be great. You know, you're talking about using their own words against them, using their own bud, buzzwords. We use it at such a high level that. Uh, Somebody that's not used to it or somebody that may just pop over on our side to read a few of the things, they literally don't get it. It goes right over their head. They think that we're serious uh, <laughs> because we use it at such a high level of sarcasm that they don't even get it sometimes. I've actually seen that in the comments, but I just think <clears> it's <throat> hilarious, man. It is hilarious. It's absolutely hilarious. And I just love that someone made this concept because it went viral. And I love seeing stuff like this because they are truly the most – the media pushing these theories are truly the enemy of the people, and they are the most dangerous people out of anybody. Um, because what, what, their biggest thing that just got blown up was just the other day, I heard ABC News saying, uh, interviewing the shaman's, the, sh- the uh, Q shaman's mother, and the woman said to the, the reporter, said to the mother, 
You know, this was a armed protest, right? When they went in there, the only there was not one person found with a with that was arrested on on the day of January sixth for for um, for having any kind of arms whatsoever. And the only person that did use a gun was a Capitol police officer that killed Ashley Babbitt. That is it. There was yeah. no armed armed insurrection. There was none, unless you consider flagpoles and fire extinguishers as weapons of mass destruction, which now they might, I find it because they might, they might label, um, they might label those things as weapons of mass destruction. Because again, that's what was filmed being used on a Capitol police officer. And here we are. So what do you think about all that? Dude, the only arms there on the six was on the left and right side of every person that walked through the door peacefully. They were let in. We all saw the videos. This is Yeah, man. And the worst part about this is uh, this came out today from the Federalist. Uh, the D.C. Uh, DC will remain under military occupation as long as Pelosi rules. And I think now... I think now, yeah, there's, as of this month, there's 6,000 troops are remain an occupying force supported by fencing around the Capitol that still stands at the order of Democrat politicians. Meanwhile, no such security measures were offered to the business owners down the street when their livelihoods were blown up repeatedly in the name of social justice during the summer Black Lives Matter riots. And you guys remember this picture? I remember this picture very, very clearly. This was just this past summer. Now, if if specifically Trump supporters, even ones wearing Q insignia stuff, any whatever, if it was just them and they were doing things like this, I could understand. And if that were the case, people like us, I find it, and all of our friends would be denouncing all that, any kind of violence. No one from Q is burning down businesses. Nobody that supports Trump and Q are marching uh, for white power or white supremacy. It's all bullshit. And this right here, all the smoke, the fire, no one wants to talk about it. But yet we are the threat, and this is exactly where they're going with it. And it's not going to stop, dude. It's not going to stop. So, unfortunately, I do feel bad. Um, I do feel bad for these soldiers. And, again, the property damage in major cities left by just two weeks of the George Floyd riots was 66 times more devastating than the estimated destruction in the Capitol. And, again, that's not downplaying. That's not downplaying what happened at the Capitol by any means. And um, it's just you just see the uh, hypocrisy being pointed out in such a way. Um, but this is exactly where we're going with everything. But you got any final thoughts on that, man, before I just want to touch on the covid bill real quick? Yeah. One thing, man, you know, I'd, it's it's hard to look at that picture, you know, of the nation's capital uh, last year because you were reporting on it. Everybody was reporting on it. You know, people like Andy know were out there and they were recording it and uh, putting it all over the Internet. And then we would wait for the reporters to say something and they wouldn't. And if they did, they called it mostly peaceful and our freaking cities were on fire and they just wouldn't say anything about it. And now, you know, so then something was happening. No one wanted to talk about it. Now nothing is happening and everyone wants to say it is. I mean, it's, it's the upside down world still continuing. That's, that's all it is. That's all it is, man. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. But you know, the other thing that's crazy, what happened today, I'm sure you all heard it. Uh, the the 1.9 uh, trillion dollar COVID relief bill, which is anything but, um, passed passed through the Senate, and it's going to go through. It's unfortunate, but I'm not even going to touch on what what it what was involved with it. Um, all I know is 
the the unemployment was cut from uh, the unemployment checks are cut now from 400 to 300. It's less money, and the 1400 dollars checks. There has been more stipulations on it as who's going to get it. And I just want to touch on this piece here from uh, Ilan Omar of what she said, because just like when Joe Biden got into office, so many promises were broken literally within the first couple of weeks. We have Ilan Omar, who I cannot stand, one of the most disgusting, despicable people that's in politics now. Um, she came out and spoke actually some truth about what what they passed and how she's up. I'm sure she's not upset deep inside, but she said that the relief that they're um, they were giving is less than what Trump was doing. And I could not believe she said it, but this is the tweet here, guys. I'm going to play it real quick. We obviously are now ultimately sending um, money to less people than the Trump administration and the you know Senate majority Republicans were willing to. There are going to be about 17 million people who will get less money. Uh, this is not the promise that we made. This is not why we are uh, given the opportunity to be in the majority in the Senate and have the White House. Uh, and so ultimately... Quick question. Why is she smiling while she's saying that? You yeah, see her smile? Weird, huh? She's almost like laughing while she says, this is not what we as the Democrat majority now that own the White House, this is not what we want to... Dude, ugh, conniving, conniving snake. It is, you know, uh, a failure when we uh, compromise ourselves out of delivering on behalf of the American people and keeping our promises. Uh, we have... That's pretty, you know, That's everyone knows this, but it's it's just surprising to me, man, that she actually came out and said this. This is the thing. A lot of the normies are hearing this stuff. They're 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 hearing it. They're hearing it from their own party that they voted for. That their 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 own party is admitting that they're 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 failing the people. And you're cutting unemployment. You're, you know, the bill you just passed is giving all these international all these other countries all, all of our tax dollars. What is that sending the American people? You don't care about us. It's America last, man. And this is exactly um, what this what this administration is putting out. Yeah, man, it is. And it's it's, uh, you know, the first question I always try to remember is, is who is the audience whenever somebody like her speaks? I mean, she was in charge of a huge chain of fraud, uh, you know, just a terrible person. Absolutely can't stand her face even to hear her speak. But to come on here and say even Trump's name, I'm surprised that she didn't melt right there on camera. It, <laughs> it's really, you know, it's creepy because we've seen like AOC even say a lot, have a logical thought uh, once a year. So it, it kind of weirds me out. Like, you know, you were saying she's smiling and everything. Well, who is the audience for this? And who are they trying to piss off? Because if it's their own base that, you know, they've already done a good job of that. Uh, we've seen the evidence in, in every social media. They're they're all complaining and, and regretting their vote and everything. So is she trying to, you know, gain uh, gain confidence with the voters that, that regret voting for Biden? Or is it for us to piss us off? You know, like I – it's a tough one to figure out because it, it has so many variables about what its purpose is. Absolutely, dude. It's so true. And everyone's saying, you know, but she's saying all this, yet she voted for it. Right? Right. That's right. what it comes down to. Right. <laughs> That's the kicker right there. Um, it's so uh, bad. No, we're, we're disappointed, but I still voted for it, guys. Sorry. <laughs> no, right. <laughs> After the fact, get up and complain about it. It's absolutely unbelievable, man. But this is that's the world we're, we're living in right now. So, guys, I just want to touch on that. That was some breaking news today. Um, the main story that I want to get into tonight um, is with Bill Gates 
and what he's doing with this company called the BGI Group and how the history of this BGI Group and how he has now set up and pretty much he, he paved the way for the CCP to now house American genetics and they're experimenting with it and it's going to be absolutely crazy. But before we get there, man, I just want to do our quick spot for the sponsor before we get into the story because it's going to be it's going to be a little bit of a of a dig here and I want to make sure we get it all in here. So, guys, just remember We've been doing this sponsor for a while. This is alulawellness.com, my mother's business. It's weight loss, and it's all natural. So when you guys go check out alulawellness.com, Breakthrough M2, this is a diet that will get you back on your feet and feeling great. They're a fast, effective, healthy weight loss program that uses homeopathic liquid drops in a structured, balanced diet. The drops support the body's ability to help clean and get rid of abnormal toxic fat that your body doesn't need, which is the abnormal fat. And while in the program, you will take your drops three times a day before breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We use detailed food lists and exact amounts that help you easily plan your breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And you will drink 90 ounces of water or half your body weight in ounces of water, whichever is greater each day. And in five to six weeks, the average weight loss for women is 20 to 25 pounds. Men can lose 30 to 40 pounds. Doing our program teaches you how to make the best decisions for your body to help you keep the weight off. This can be the last diet you ever do. So ladies and gentlemen, when you sign up, this is what you're going to get. This is the this is the sign-up sheet right here. If you want to lose some weight, I did this diet myself, lost about 20, 22 pounds, 24 pounds, right around there. It works. It's all natural. It's intense. This is the sign-up sheet to get you that consolation call with the coach and all that good stuff. So, again, guys, support Patriot Businesses. You are supporting this channel. All right, guys. Let's look in. I want to look into um, I want to look into the history of this Chinese gene farm, which is exactly what this is. So, we're going to go here from routers.com. The Chinese gene firm providing worldwide COVID tests has been working with the Chinese military. And this this article came out on January 30th. So it's it's a few months old, but it's extremely relevant to what there's so many arms to this. I find it of what this pandemic was, why it was used. We know probably the main reason is was to disrupt world economies, um, to put China back on top and to ultimately um, hurt America and to get Donald Trump out of the office so they could have a more friendly president towards their policies like Joe Biden. But there's also some other sinister things that I think are going on besides that, um, maybe some after after the fact advantages. And this is what I think these this is uh, what, where this is going. So BGI Group, the world's largest uh, gen- uh, genomics company, has worked with China, China's military on research that ranges from mass testing for respiratory pathogens to brain science, a writer's review of research, patent filings, and other documents have found. The review of more than 40 publicly available documents and research papers in Chinese and English shows BGI's links to the People's Liberation Army, including uh, research with China's top military supercomputing experts. The extent of those links has not been previously reported. But BGI has sold millions of their COVID-19 test kits uh, since China, uh, since the outbreak of the new coronavirus pandemic, including Europe, Australia, and the United States. I find these are the same tests that they were using on, what were they, papaya fruits or goats, and they were testing positive? Those yeah. same tests that they were throwing out there. So they made a total of tw- of $9 billion over the last few months, uh, tw- after over the last year, which makes sense, right? We just went through all this. Right. Um, but the top U.S. security officials have warned American labs against using these Chinese tests because of concern China was seeking to gather foreign genetic data for its own research. And, of course, they've denied it. Of course, they're going to deny it. So the documents reviewed by routers neither contradict nor support that U.S. suspicion. 
Still, the material shows that links between the Chinese military and BGI run deeper than previously understood. The fact is, man, why would you want to do business with a company where we know the virus originated from, and on top of it, they have ties to the Chinese military? Does that make any sense to you? No, man. I don't I don't know how you could ever make a decision like that, knowing the repercussions of, of what not only just what it looks like, but what it actually is, you know? Exactly. And it's not just, you know, the CCP government. This is the mil- this is military related research. That changes everything. So the article goes on to say the US government has recently been warned by an expert panel that advisory countries and non state actors might find and target genetic weaknesses in the U.S. population, and a competitor such as China could use genetics to augment the strength of its own military personnel. So what does that mean? That means that once they have this data, if they want to target a certain demographic, maybe because this we all know that this uh, COVID was used to the main, the biggest killer were the elderly, right? The ones that have already co- compromised immune systems, obesity, all that stuff. So I find it with with all now everybody and their mom was getting tested. You're talking from you probably little ones all the way to the elderly, right? So you right. get a quick, you get a nice overview of the current genetics of America and Australia and other countries. If you're a communist country that wants to dominate the entire world, wouldn't that be seen as an advantage that now their military has the capabilities of now? researching and digging into this new farm of genetics they just collected on all of us to not only use more weapons and specifically target maybe people that are between 25 and 40. Let's wipe out the the workforce, the the uh, the youth. This is just an example. But not only that, they're going to use this technology to also bolster their own military to make them genetically more superior and and everything. And it goes on to talk about how they're using this stuff to enhance soldier strength and a technology industry panel on artificial intelligence appointed by the U.S. government. <laughs> Eric Schmidt, what a patriot that guy is, raised the alarm. And this is Eric Schmidt, the same guy that helped China make the social credit score, raised the alarm in October about China's financial support for its biotechnology sector, its advantages in collecting biological data and the PLA's interest in potential military applications. The panel, which will deliver its final reports in March, warned about adversaries using artificial intelligence to identify genetic weaknesses in a population and engineering pathogens to exploit them, and genetic research designed to enhance soldiers' mental or physical strength. Do you see how dangerous this is, guys? This is exactly what I'm talking about when I'm saying there was multiple reasons why this China or the deep state, whatever, whoever was ultimately pulling the puppet strings, there were way more uh, things, outcomes that were to be desired, j- more than just getting Trump out and destroying our economy and the world's economy and putting us in lockdowns. To me, man, this is uh, this is a major part of it that's just not being talked about. Do you have um, Do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, you know, I've I've kind of always been under the impression that COVID was going to happen whether or not Trump was in there or not, and I I think that these tests had short term and long term advantages for you know the evil in this world uh number one we proved that the that the tests don't work right because we tested it on fruits and goats and whatever else coca-cola even um but so if the tests don't work but they were using them to pump the numbers up on the news every day to scare the shit out of everybody 
what would the long-term advantage would be? And we're looking at it right now, what it could possibly be for the evil in this world. And that would be to, you know, use our, our DNA to, you know, enhance um, or hurt the human population. It could enhance their, you know, their soldiers while hurting other countries' populations. And uh, I'm sorry, I just thought about something. That's all right. You there? Did you drop out? I'm going to drop out. This, this seems to happen once a show on the Zoom. Uh, we'll get him in just a bit. Just let me know when you're there, my friend. Where is I find it? I got to find I find you it. Come to fruition. There he is. Sorry, man. You dropped out. You cut out there for a minute. It always, it always happens once a show, doesn't it? Once a show, dude. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but no, I caught your point, though. It's, 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 this is exactly... Um, there are so many more outcomes to what we're seeing here and so many things that they wanted to accomplish with this. But the main question is American um, national security institutions were saying, hey, we don't we don't want this here. We shouldn't be doing this. But the question is, how do they get here in the first place? This BGI company, this BGI genetics company from China. Well, you guys all saw this with Bill Gates on the front of it for a reason. Bill Gates and you can also thank the Obama administration. They're the ones that got BGI here in the first place. And this is the story that I want to talk about that was broke uh, by the National Pulse just yesterday. The Bill Gates Foundation funded a genomics firm mining DNA data through these COVID tests. Why does it always come back to this nerdy douchebag that no one cares about? No, no one cares about this guy as a say, but yet he is constantly meddling. With with human beings, genetics, and they're linking up with people like Obama and the CCP, you guys are about to find out right now where this all started. So in addition to the Obama admin, the firm uh, enabling this firm to gain a fold in the U.S., the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation played a critical role in BGI's American expansion. And he goes in and talks about how when they went and visited these places out in, China, in Beijing originally – Bill Gates was so impressed. He's like, damn, we got to get one of these over here. So this quote here says, BGI looks forward to partnering with the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation in this significant collaboration to apply genomics research to benefit. It's always to benefit us, I find. Isn't that interesting? Just like the vaccines are here to benefit us, and it's used under the guise of you know, philanthropy, and this is going to help the entire world and global human health, right? And there, yeah. there's here Bill Gates with Juan Jun at the 2015 uh, Bioform, who's a big co, who's the BGI, uh, BGI co-founder. Interesting. So this is a little excerpt about what Bill Gates saw out in Beijing, where he saw what these labs were doing. He says that toward the BGI headquarters, the two men were stunned by the ambition of the scientists working at the biotech company. Inside, more than 150 state-of-the-art genetic sequencing machines were analyzing the equivalent of thousands of human genomes a day. The company is working towards a goal of building a huge library based on the DNA of many millions of people. BGI executives set this, uh, see this not as the end game. This isn't even the end game, I find you. This is just the beginning. But as the springboard for new drug discoveries. Oh, they want to make cures. I'm sure they do. Advanced genetic research and transformation of public health policy. Sounds like we kind of went through that this past year, right, with these lockdowns. They were they changed public health policy. They they pretty much canceled an entire year and more of our entire lives. So 
Yip praised the endeavor as out-of-the-box open and liberal. We were taken back. We never thought we would find such an out-of-the-box approach. They are in their own league, open and liberal. Most people only see them as a service provider for DNA analysis. It is the database they are building that will make them formidable. And the Gates Foundation has also funded BGI projects related to the genome sequencing alongside Chinese Communist Party bodies such as the Ministry of Science and Technology and Academy of Agricultural Sciences. And similarly, Dr. Tadataka Yamada, the former president of the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation's Global Health Program, he serves as the chairman of BGI Scientific Advisory Board. What a shocker. A shocker, man. Do you have any thoughts on this before we wrap up this article? Man, this is just nuts. I, you know, I'm, I hope there's some there's some phenomenal digs that are coming out really quick on this because this is something that we all need to be keeping an eye on right here. That's, that's all I'm going to say for now on it, man. It's interesting, man, because the, the article goes on to say this. It says, in 2016, BGI launched a U.S.-based office in Washington. Now, guys, I just want to ask a quick question. Do you guys remember the first state where COVID was uh, was reported of someone actually having it? Do you guys remember that state? I do. It was Washington. Interesting how that worked out. The first case of COVID that was reported was in Washington. What a surprise. Nothing to see there, right? So... Of course, BGI launched their U.S. base office in Washington in 2016. My oh my how things, how the universe lines things up for us. BGI's ties to Washington also appear to have influenced the firm's decision to target the state with its COVID-19 test kits. Part of the company's plot to mine the data of Americans. In early last March, the state of Washington was the site of the first major coronavirus outbreak. As COVID rates and the need for tests were spiking, big group, BGI Group, the world's largest biotech firm, approached the state of Washington with an enticing offer and in strikingly personal letter to the governor, BGI proposed to build and run a state-of-the-art COVID testing lab 60 minutes summarized, but officials ultimately turned it down. The offer at the request of the Office of the Director of National Intelligence over BGI's ties to the Chinese government. They were already installed here. They were already here. And BGI got a little ballsy and said, listen, we can help you guys do this. We can study it, do the test. And they're like, no, no, no. We're, that's our, that we can't do that. That's too far. But the fact that they already exist here in Washington, that wasn't far enough. That that's fine. But once they started coming to COVID, you can tell guys where this plan was going to. But they still they they still they still were able to uh, to pull this off. And guys, this is just so sick. It's so sick of what they're doing. And a foreign country that wants nothing but to, to destroy us has millions. Of millions of people's DNA now, and now they are researching it. They're going through it. We have no idea what they're doing with it. We can speculate, right? I find that we can we can think about what they're doing, um, and I'm sure I'm sure it's all to benefit everybody on this planet. There's nothing else uh, facetious about it whatsoever. Um, but this is why I tell people. Everyone remembers uh, Susan Wojcicki's sister. I think she's the owner of 23andMe, or one of those, uh, you know, where you can send in your DNA and you can find out your origins yep. and shit. Yep. And the thing is, people don't realize when they signed up for those, you're li- you're literally signing over that DNA can be used by police, be used by that company, and you lose your rights to whatever you send in there, and God knows where it goes. What surprise? This to me sounds nothing different than that. What do you think? Yeah, man, I didn't, uh, you know, I had to go get one of the COVID tests and I didn't sign any paper saying that anybody could have my DNA or do anything with it. 
You know what I mean? And whenever we were facing this in the moment, uh, we were just going and getting the test and then going home and waiting for the results. Uh, we didn't know what they were doing with the test after the fact. And knowing that they took a sample, stuck it in a vial or whatever it is or however they store it, and then put it in a database to keep forever uh, with, you know, probably my number on it, that's that's pretty insane, ain't it, that it can be used for, for anything that they they choose to use it for. They could probably copy it. I have no idea. But yep. fact of the matter <laughs> is somebody's got a strand of one of my hairs out there, and they're not giving it back. Yeah, I mean, that's crazy no. to me. And uh, Pterodactyl, thank you, because we don't want to report fake news out here, so it's not 23andMe. It was Ancestry.com. Right. Thank you for that. But you know what's really sketchy about it all? Remember how people were saying, like, when they used the PCR test, one, they literally could have multiple tests throughout the day. One in the morning would say you're fine. They'd take one in the afternoon, and they'd find out they're not okay right now. And the tests were just so... They were just garbage, and then as soon as the election was over, it, the CDC or whoever comes out saying that these tests were uh, – the qualifications of these tests are being – they're being changed. They're not as reliable as we thought they were, and to me, man, was this just a entire ruse with these PCR tests um, to collect DNA? And was that was that ultimately for, a, for something that was less lethal than a cold, was that used as an avenue to collect our data under the guise of – we need to protect you, but really, we're stealing your 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 uh, your genetics so we can Absolutely. manufacture more more pandemics in the future, man. Absolutely, man. They were definitely doing that. Anytime that you see them do something for us, quote for us, there's always another reason, and we always find out about it. And this is it right here. This is it staring us in the face for the beginning of you know a plan that they had before COVID ever started before any of this bullshit. And they knew the test didn't work beforehand. The guy that invented the damn test said that they they were not supposed to be used for that, but they knew what they could use it for. Right. And this is it. So, right. you know, man, it's just terrible that we that we have to see, you know, it, it's a creepy thought. That's that's what I'm saying that they have, you know, everybody's DNA that's gotten these tests. Yeah, man, this is what I'm saying. Anybody that's going to collect your collect your your DNA, um I don't I don't know if there's tests that are made in America, but if I go to a doctor or they, they, you have to take a test, I would demand a, a American, American factured, uh, manufactured test. These PCR, we have, you have no idea where that is going, what they do with it after it's done. No idea. And this is why I tell people before you just hand over your DNA to somebody, please think about what you're doing. I'm not, I'm not going to knock people. I, it's such a cool, that's the thing, dude. It's the same thing. Oh, you can find out who you're, who you're, who you originated from, what you're made of, where you came from, the part of the world. It sounds great, and the service, you know, that is really cool to know. But that's on the surface level. Underneath, they're like these these idiots. Yeah, we're gonna tell you where you originated from, but we're, the stuff we're collecting on you guys is used for way more interesting things that we want to use it for than what you guys are getting. It's just yeah. really creepy, man. And. Um, you know, I think COVID was a uh, was a soft test because honestly, man, I'm sure I'm sure China and other countries um, that have, you know, labs and they study, you know, the most the craziest, um, most lethal diseases. If they really wanted to take uh, people out, they would they would have made a disease that literally would have taken children, anybody, not just the elderly, but just literally if that were what we were dealing with, I can understand the outrage and the uh, media's media's push um, with the fear porn, I could understand that, but literally, man, 
this was nothing more than a cold, a common cold, and um, used for so many other things. But that I just wanted to get that out there, guys. It always seems that uh, that um, Bill Gates is a part of this, and were I one of the avenues that this is taking. So what? So okay. So what? What now? What is the world gonna be like now as a result of this? Where this is going, ladies and gentlemen, and this is exactly why I'm getting the hell out of New York. People call us conspiracy theorists because we all said, watch, when there's a vaccine made for the COVID thing, are they going to require when we go back to normal, if you want to go to a concert, you want to go see a baseball game, football game, are they going to require you to provide proof that you have a vaccination? And that's exactly what's happening here in New York. It's happening already. Look at this. From the Vision Times, Cuomo announces IBM blockchain vaccine passport scheme for sporting events and theaters. It's interesting that I'm not surprised IBM's a part of this, but they're using blockchain technology uh, as a way of get of, of using this. And embattled New York uh, Governor Andrew Cuomo announced the state would be installing a digital vaccine passport requirement to attend sporting venues, movie theaters, and some businesses in a March 2nd press release posted on his website. Cuomo's admin intends to implement the Excelsior Pass app created in partnership with IBM. And their quote here is, we are putting guidelines in place to ensure individuals attending events involving larger gatherings have tested negative for COVID or have been vaccinated to avoid an outbreak of the virus, says the governor, who claims Excelsior Pass will allow a state to fast track the reopening of these businesses and getting us one step closer to reaching a new normal. This is uh this is insane, man. And the only other thing I want to read from this is this vaccine passport is going to be going viral. And I'm sure the democratic States are going to be foaming at the mouth uh, to get this because it's all about control. The vaccine passport initiative once derived as a conspiracy theory, funny man, how it's how we, the conspiracy theorists are right about so much has since gained global traction is rapidly expanding in different incarnations throughout the world. And in January, France announced under the banner of contact tracing would begin requiring its citizens to scan QR codes on government-developed apps when entering any public-facing uh, business. Similarly in America, the Vaccine Credential Initiative, a consortium of American behemoths such as Microsoft, ha, there it is, Microsoft, Bill Gates again, Salesforce, Oracle, and Mayo Clinic announced the Smart Health Cards framework to be rolled out with the Commons Project. And the Commons Project, guys, all part of the globalist movement of the World Economic Forum. Are you guys putting the dots together here? This is the thing, man. Florida is open. Arizona is open. What other states? Texas is opening. Mississippi is opening. Um, are they rolling out anything like this to uh, to rapidly open their states? No. You know what those states are doing? They're ending the mask mandates. And what? And every message we find, I find it. What do we hear? Every business, schools open 100%. That is the cure, not yeah. vaccine passports. Why, 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 why? How many businesses, dude, are going to get destroyed by this? And the other question is, do they care? I don't yeah, know. No, I don't know, man. I don't. Here's here's the way that I keep viewing this. You know, you mentioned those other states that are opening and, and mine's going to be doing the same exact thing. We're not going forward with these ridiculous things and so to me it looks like they're trying to sow that seed to see who's going to bite down on it they want to know how much of the public is actually going to fall for this crap uh you know to me this is like taking the real-time poll 
because they throw it out in entertainment first for concerts, what have you, uh, for travel. A lot of people are just not going to go because they're not going to take the vaccine. They'll just live without it. Yep. So they need to have data on that. They need to ha- they need to know how many people are going to go along with it. And, uh, you know, to me, the more powerful mind of the people is in the states that are free. Because what happens with this is people are moving out of the states that are going to be implementing these sorts of tactics. Uh, and I saw somebody say in the chat, you know, it's against the Nuremberg Code. It, you're exactly right. It is. Uh, forced vaccinations and things like this are absolutely, you know, illegal. They, they can't do that. But what they can do is require you to get it in order to enjoy certain aspects of, of life that you may have enjoyed before COVID came. So, yep. you know, I think that the good is going to beat the bad, you know, 100%. That's, that's the way that I think this is going to play out because these, these other states, these open and free states are never going to kind of, they're never going to go for this crap, man. No. And looking at big business, um, you know, but with this, this might, you know how the NBA was uh, got woke with the Black Lives Matter all over the uh, NBA courts, right? All right. over the jerseys, and their ratings absolutely bombed, absolutely bombed. The Super Bowl bombed this year. Every, every, all these baseball bombed. It's not good for business. And if they want to do this and roll this stuff out, it's also going to be taking money from the people that don't want anything to do with this, and they're they're going to straight up cancel um, these venues. I mean. I live out here in New York. If you want to see a big show, you usually have to go to the city, um, to the Barclays Center or Madison Square Garden. And I know for a fact, especially out here in New York, they're going to be they're those types of businesses. They're going to be pushing this. And guess what? I just won't ever go to those uh, to those uh, to those venues ever again. If that's going to be the new norm. Exactly. But this is the thing, ladies and gentlemen. We keep talking about how we need to be building our own. This is why. This is why. But there's going to be states out there that aren't going to be okay with this, and there's going to be outrage. And I don't want to be anywhere near this, man. This is exactly why I want to move. And the fact that we're seeing Dems slow walk opening up their states when other states are, and their numbers are worse than the uh, than Florida and Texas, like California, none of it makes sense. And the people that are living in these states, some most most are they, but they probably know this is bullshit. They won't, some won't say it, but they know it is. But yeah. this is uh, this is where we're at with it, dude. I just think it's absolutely crazy. But I just wanted to point that out there, guys. More information for you to know. More of these connections um, between Bill Gates, uh, the CCP, the, their military, and uh, where they want to go with this. Ultimately, it's all about forms of control. And you guys are now well, more well informed for it. And I'm glad you're all hanging out with me tonight, guys. We're gonna get into some clowns here. Just want to give the uh, get another shout out. To uh, uh, to Gary, thanks for the shout out. God bless. No problem, Gary. Thanks so much for the support, man. You have no idea how much that's uh, it's helping me out right now. And Rich, of course, Rich uh, ordered blue anon meme and delivered Captain Hoke. Where did you put it, Rich? Did you put it in Telegram? Hold on. <laughs> he might have. He might have. I have. I'm gonna have to find it, Rich. If you get, to, uh, if you want to send it to my Telegram DM, I will pull it up for everybody to see. Um, cause I, yeah, blue, blue anon. They're going to, I know it's going to be out there if you got a blue Pepe or something like that, but you guys have been fantastic. The only, uh, I'm just going to get right to it, man. Uh, the biggest clown that we have today, I'm just going to put it out there cause it's on the title. We have Charles M blow funny how his last name's blow. <laughs> um, what I want you to show here guys is the next thing that's being canceled. And 
I could I no nothing surprises me at this point anymore. Charles M. Blow here wants to cancel Pepe Le Pew because Pepe Le Pew apparently encourages I I didn't even know that this this culture existed until today I find it, but Pepe Le Pew now is encouraging rape culture. Not joking. God. This was the tweet. So this was the tweet he put out, ladies. This is not a joke. This is very real. This is Charles M. Blow. Writer, let's see, what was he a writer at? I have the article where this came from. Where is it here? I have it somewhere. Deadline. Uh, where was he from? Oh, shocker. New York Times. <laughs> New York Times writer, guys. So, this is a, this is his justification for writing this uh, opinion piece on Pepe Le Pew. He grabs and kisses a girl, stranger, repeatedly without consent and against her will. She struggles mightily to get away from him, but he won't release her. He locks the door to prevent her from escaping. This helped teach boys that no didn't really mean no. That is what a part of the game, the starting line of a power struggle. It taught overcoming a woman's strenuous, even physical objections were normal, adorable, funny. They didn't even give the woman the ability to speak. God, man. They ran out of stuff in uh, 2021, so they had to go all the way back to Looney Tunes to find something else. That's that's that had to be what happened, right? All the all the syrup and butter and everything else they've already canceled, so they <laughs> they had to go backwards. I, I saw somewhere, dude, where they're gonna cancel next. I might, this end up might being a segment because every time I do a show now, something new is getting canceled. And again, you can change. You can. This is exactly this is exactly when uh, the vibes that we were getting when Obama was an office man. I remember. All, all these talks about the most ridiculous, this liberal socialist culture that he was trying to install, and we're right back to it. And um, you know, you know the uh, you know hash browns. You know what hash browns yeah. are, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, the word browns in it. Are they going to change it to hash bruh? Like b u r b r u h hash bras. Oh, we have to rename everything. We're going to have to learn how to speak. There's going to be classes in college about how to talk more woke. <laughs> Dude, this is what we're looking at, guys. This is it. This is it. Oh, Pepe Le Pew is a, is encouraging rape culture. It's telling, it's showing, it's telling boys that no isn't enough. You can just keep going, guy. <laughs> Are people have have they run out of things to write up, write about? They did. <laughs> they people did. are being shot up in cities all across this country. New York City's been a, a, a absolute shithole. Chicago, out in Detroit, all these places do. But we're gonna we're gonna cancel we're gonna cancel Dr. Seuss, Mr. Potato Head, and now Pepe Le Pew. What else, man? What else at this point? This is insane. Uh, you know what? It's gonna be bicycles next, right? That's what it is. Because it buys in there, you can't say that. That's no. just wrong. <laughs> and you want to see what you got? You want to see their this? Because I was looking up liberal Twitter, of course. This is what they're comparing it to. This is <laughs> maybe don't defend Pepe Le Pew or Andrew Cuomo. <laughs> like this dude obviously drinks soy lattes. Whoever, yeah, socialist boomer. Look at this. Look oh, what they're. Man. Don't defend. Nobody was talking about Pepe Le Pew at all until today. Nobody. And look, dude, they, their minds are warped. Warped. Yeah, that they insane. think this is what it's encouraging. It's insane. Oh, hey, real quick. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Kathy, out there uh, for the donation. She says, thank you for keeping the information real and available. I do appreciate it. That's what I'm trying to do. That's awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. 
Yeah, yeah. Dude, this is ridiculous, man. This is uh, this is what we're doing. Okay, so Rich sent me his uh. Let me see here. Okay, Rich, hold on one second. Uh, let's see. What am I pulling up here? Rich making memes mid-show. I can pull it up on my computer here. <laughs> okay, hold on. I got it here. I got it here. This is good. <laughs> I showed up, but nobody came. Blue Anon got blue ball. <laughs> <laughs> I guess this is what a blue anon would look like. That's absolutely that's great. Thanks, uh, thanks Rich for dropping that. That's that's awesome. Thanks for that, dude. So guys, yeah, that's uh, I I had a couple more clowns, but it's almost at seven thirty here. Um, I'm tired. I, I put the, I, it took all day for me to put the show together. I just it was so much fun doing it. But um, yeah, my wife just said we can call this segment Cancel Society. <laughs> that's a that's a great name. We can, call it, we can call it Cancel Societies as the uh, the segment for it. But if you guys want to continue to support this show, um, go to the go to the merch store. Check out – it's at WokeSocieties.com. Go right here to the store link. The homepage right now on my website is jacked up. I don't know what happened to it, so I have to fix it. So please don't mind the homepage. But the store link still works. Go right to the store. You guys can see I got some new merch here, the American uh, flag red hat. We have the Truth Equals Hate Speech hoodie T-shirt. I love these. I gotta get one for my uh, for my T-shirt, guys, so I can wear it on air. And of course, we have exclusive Shamrock Woke Society's hoodie, T-shirt, V-neck for the St. Patty's Day special. I might have to do a drunk Society's on uh, on that St. Patrick's Day. I find we'll have to see. But we have uh, all the rest of the. Uh, it's gonna be awesome. It's also on a Wednesday, so I will, you guys will get uh, Methods of Madness and uh, Drunk Society. We'll have to see though. But I have uh, the Drunk Society's merch here. You guys can find Stay Woke, Defund uh, the Media, Drunk Wives Matter. Uh, the mugs, beer, beer glasses, all that stuff. And if you guys want to also support the show, check out WokeSocieties.tv, where you guys can become a monthly subscriber of the show or sign up for a yearly subscription. This gets you access to watching me on your TV on through right through your Roku. And it's just something people, they just like to watch it on the TV instead of through their phone or computer. So it's a great way uh, to support the show as well. And you guys have been crushing it with the, uh, the baby list, with the registry. Thank you guys so much. You guys have been getting more gifts. And again, me and the missus are going to be doing a, a virtual baby shower with all of you um, to thank everybody that's purchased gifts because you guys have been just outpouring of the love. That's why I love the Woke fam. You guys are absolutely amazing. So, man, yeah, we got through another show. I'm sure you missed it. Uh, missed being here on uh, on Thursday. There was a lot of rumors of where you went. Dude, I missed it so much. And uh, it felt a lot longer than just since Tuesday. Um, but I did it, you know... I- I got off work, got home, popped in the chat, said, hey to everybody. Everybody was, you know, missed me and everything. It felt really good. I love y'all, Woke fam. And, um, you know, I'm going to try to be here as much as I possibly can. But work just came up and, and kicked my ass all week. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, dude, you were doing some crazy stuff with what you were working with. Absolutely <laughs> insane. I, I know I know what you were dealing with. But, uh, yeah, that's – some days uh, that's just how it is, right? You just got some yep. – it's one of those work weeks. A lot of people said their work weeks were uh, pretty tough this week. So it must have been a uh, must have been a universal thing or something, but who knows? Who knows? I'm quite the fan of Colloidal Silver. Kills bacteria. There, uh, Skeeter Berg, I might be having a future sponsor that um, sells uh, Colloidal Silver. So that could be coming. That could be coming. Let me see here. Let's go back into the chat here. Have him tell us bye, your son, Salty Sailor. Everyone say bye, buddy. Say bye. Bye. <laughs> uh, Lynn's over. It says you have a PayPal, I find it. Do what now? You have a PayPal. 
Uh, I, I have a cash app. That's what I have. Right, she just got cash app, ladies and gentlemen. Just got that cash app. So we'll just hang out here just for a minute or two, man, and just hang out. So you guys can see us. We're going to be on again tomorrow with um, with Red Pill, Red Pill seventy eight um, on Comfy Sunday. I don't, I don't think Methods is going to be there tomorrow. I definitely know Methods is not doing a show tonight. Um, so I just want to get the word out there because I know a bunch of people have been asking. Uh, he's feeling down, uh, feeling a little under the weather. He's okay, but he's just, you know, he's he's got, a, I don't know what he's got, maybe a fever, cold, nothing serious though. Um, he's got, he's resting up. He busts his ass just like all of us out here, uh, doing so many things behind the scenes, but Foxhole and other projects we're working on. So there is so much, so much to do, and um, I can't wait to expand uh, the channel. I want to get into crypto, maybe even some sports stuff. We'll see. Guys, covering the news five days a week is just not going to happen. I don't want to do it. Uh, three days a week for news is enough for me, especially in the environment we're in right now. So that's going to be the future, and it's ultimately going to be having content on what, how, when, where to start building everything on our own. Guys, I'm talking about banks. I'm talking about being our own banks. I'm talk- that's, 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 the, uh, that's the content I want to get into because it ties into everything with what we do here on a normal Woke Society's Newsday about exposing truth and becoming sovereign again, becoming free of their system. And that's the content, and I want we're going to be bringing in. There's going to be new people involved that you've never met, um, people that have more knowledge in these subjects than I do, and um, that's what we're going to be doing. And it's just going to provide you guys with so much more value. And we have to, we have to evolve. We have to change um, with the times. We can't stay the same. We won't survive if we stay the same. This channel won't survive if we stay the same. Um, so that's exactly what we're going to be doing. And we're going to be educating people. And if that's not your thing, it's not your thing. It's all good. Um, we're going to be doing more chill episodes like the chill and chat I did yesterday. Random streams. People love it. And um, and all that stuff. So there's so much more to go. And American Nurse said, yeah, three days a week is enough. I absolutely agree. What were you going to say, dude? Yeah, man. No, I, I love all the options. You know, I kind of feel like we finally got into that, uh, that baseline here on Foxhole where everything is just comfy. We're all settled in. Uh, we've got our shows going. The chats are running really smooth. And, you know, we can, we can branch out a little bit and talk about some more things. And, and what you're talking about, you know, being sovereign and everything, it's separate from the news. It's separate from what the mainstream is doing out there and talking about. And we do. We need to have more conversations about where we're headed, you know, about where yep. we need to be heading. Absolutely, dude. Absolutely. And that's uh, – I see uh, Andrew Torba's talking about that. Yep, Andrew Torba was uh, – a fourth bank has stopped doing business with Andrew Torba. It's happening, ladies and, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. And – a lot of people, you know, they talk garbage about crypto. There are some cryptos out there that are pump and dumps, and some that are they have their legitimate projects that could very well be a means to an end. Because what happens, ladies and gentlemen, when the banks just decide? You think social media being banned off social media? You thought that was bad? Being depl- having your digital voice taken? That is that is going to be nothing in comparison to when banks start shutting your cards off. You can't buy gas. You can't buy food because of your political beliefs. Or maybe a social score is going to get implemented here in this country, just like China is. We don't know. But what I do know, I find it, is that we can't be caught with our pants down like when all of us got caught with our pants down on October 15th when all of us lost our valuable YouTube channels. It's not worth it. It destroyed destroyed the business of this channel. Had to rebuild it again. Why did, I never, ever, ever, ever want to be put in a position again where I have to, where I'm left with no options. And we all know, we all know with who is in charge. Why not be prepared, ladies and gentlemen, and gain more knowledge 
and break away from the system because the the only way we're going to do this, we're going to stay unified, but you want to know where we're going to hurt them the most is in their wallets. Is in their wallets. So... We're going to be becoming more knowledgeable about these things, and the people that are down down talking crypto and they think they know everything about crypto, they have no clue. They have no clue. Maybe you've had negative experiences with crypto, but it's changing. It's changing by the day, and I'm seeing the writing on the wall. There's going to be this is something that we need to get further educated on. This isn't going to be um, investment advice. This is going to be more of a philosophy. Uh, kind of content. We're not, you know, maybe at one point when we're more knowledgeable, we can do invest, we can talk about daily or, you know, stuff with crypto and the way they're moving and whether I'm going to be into this one and sell it, maybe one day, but that's not what we're doing. That's not what I'm talking about. We just need to have more education on this stuff before people just say, oh no, it's never going to be anything. Guys, our dollar is being devalued every single day. This COVID bill just completely, it's mortgaging our futures. And the That's banks right. know it. The banks are buying it. The banks are talking shit about crypto while at the same time buying millions of it. Why are they buying it then? Chase just did. PayPal is going to be doing it soon. We all need to be educated more. That's right. All right, man. I'm, I, I'm getting off my soapbox. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody loves it, dude. Everybody loves it. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. So guys, uh, we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be on tomorrow night. Uh, I think it's gonna be Sunday. It's 7 p.m. Eastern. So that's gonna we're gonna be on for the full two hours, as far as I know, as far as I know. And yes, Crypto Beatles is an excellent excellent person uh, to get more information on crypto. He he is heavily embedded in the crypto movement. Um, but yeah, guys like him, a bunch of other people that I, I want to get in touch with to uh, get that ball rolling. That's you know, got to do different content than. Uh, than just news all the time so that's uh that's where we're gonna go and um all that good stuff but it's not just gonna be crypto it'll be other things too so lots and lots to look forward to so guys find my replays on BitChute, on rumble um on the foxhole.app all that good stuff i find it at a great time with you as always man and uh, we're gonna be doing this again tomorrow so yeah can't wait excited can't wait so i love you woke fam it's been awesome stay strong stay safe and stay woke good night everybody Later.